Welcome to the Mark Steri Music Podcast. This podcast is an audio journal of my guests and I's adventures throughout the live and local music biz. Fun conversations, cool tunes, and good times will be had. My name is Mark Steri, and I'm a 15-plus-year veteran of the Twin Cities, Minnesota metro music scene. Check me out at Mark Steri, that's S-T-A-R-Y, music.net. Also on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. All of my original music is available for download on iTunes, CD Baby, etc. This podcast drops every Tuesday, if not before, on iTunes, SoundCloud, and most other places podcasts are available. If you enjoy it, please subscribe on iTunes. It's totally free and guarantees you'll never miss an episode. Got an extra buck or two? Do you mind tossing in the podcast tip jar? Please visit patreon.com forward slash Mark Sterry Music Podcast. Also consider helping get the word out the street via social media, five-star rating interview on iTunes, word of mouth, etc. Happy thought of the day is by Mark Hoppus. The past is only the future with the lights on. Thanks for tuning in and welcome to the Mark Sterry Music Podcast. Enjoy! Welcome back to the Mark Sterry Music Podcast, episode 144. Thanks to all the folks who contribute to this podcast on Patreon.com. Looking to repair and restore receivers, turntables, consoles, cassette players, tube, and solid state? Contact Dustin at Hi-Fi Revival at HiFiRevivalTwinCities.com. Copper, the Wonder Golden's favorite vinyl album to listen to on my Hi-Fi Revival turntable this week is Johnny Winter's Second Winter. Coming at you this week on a beautiful summer day here at my home in St. Paul, Minnesota. Recovering from the long run of shows last week, just to do it all again, starting tonight in Cumberland, Wisconsin. Copper's just excited to go swimming. Wednesday, I played a solo show at Pub 42 in New Hope, Minnesota. Thanks to TK and Scott for the -the behind-the-scenes info on how Pub 42 actually works. Thursday, I played a solo show at BDL Club in Roseville, Minnesota. Torrential rains did not stop the BDL regulars from coming out and raising the roof. Friday, I played a solo show at Nova in Hudson, Wisconsin. Happy birthday to my Aunt Cheryl, and thanks for stopping out. Saturday, I played a duo show at PD Pappy's in Stillwater, Minnesota. The poop deck was still partially flooded, so it seemed like all of Stillwater was down there enjoying the weather and waiting in the water, making it one of the best shows I've had the entire summer. Sunday, played a trio show at the famous 7-8th Jam in Jenkins, Minnesota. Had an amazing day hanging out with my Breezy Point adopted family and jamming with the trio, Burkhart, Jody Hanks, Billy Larson, etc. Another amazing five-star 7-8th Jam. Shows. Tuesday, July 17th, 2018, the Mark Sterry Duo will be rocking out at Cumberland, Wisconsin's Music on the Lake from 6 to 8 p.m. Wednesday, July 18th, I'll be playing a solo show at Pub 42 in New Hope, Minnesota from 7.30 to 9.30 p.m. Thursday, July 19th, I'll be playing a solo show at Bistro 63 in Baronet, Wisconsin from 5.30 to 8.30 p.m. Friday, July 20th, I'll be playing a solo show at Lucky's 13 in Plymouth, Minnesota from 5 to 7 p.m. Saturday, July 21st, the Mark Sterry Duo will be rocking out at Vanelli's by 
the lake in Forest Lake, Minnesota from 5.30 to 8.30 p.m. Guest this week. It's part two of two with Tom Anderson and Phil Anderson of the popular St. Croix Valley area rock band Polk County Rockers. We discuss Poco pride and folklore, memories of Andy Stevens, etc. Enjoy the conversation. Welcome to part two with two of the members of the Polk County Rockers who we're opening up for tonight. And we have Tom Anderson and hey, hey. Phil Anderson here on the podcast again this week. And we're having a good time here hanging out. It's a beautiful evening here in Polk County. Uh, you got a bunch of the folks outside in this beautiful patio out here. And sun's going down. There's a high energy vibe amongst the folks here. And we're looking for a good show tonight for sure. Um, Thanks for hanging out, guys. You guys ready to rock tonight or what? Absolutely. And actually, according to uh, what one one Twin Cities magazine, this is one of the top ten patios. Number six. Number in, six in patio the in the entire Twin Cities up here at the Dallas House. Who built the gazebo? Uh, our, the old maintenance man, Merlin Fox. Wow, it looks great. Who laid the pavers? Swings. I did that. Sonia. Me. <laughs> no, no. I, I put Tommy. down two or three. A whole bunch of no. St. Croix Valley awesome. landscaping. It was a long week. Well, it's only a couple days. <laughs> so a lot of work. L- let me ask something real quick here. So you guys have like a band called the Polk County Rockers and, and some of your influences are from here and you guys are talking. You, you started a t-shirt company, a, a Polk County t-shirt company. Why is that? So why does everyone have such strong allegiance to this area? I grew up in Polk County, but I went to school in Barron County. But mm-hmm. I, I didn't really realize that there was this like, like like it's. I don't know. It's like its own little country down here. Like if you're from Polk County, you're part yeah. of this little clique. And like, how did this all start? This pride of being from this area. I don't even know, and it might even be more of a valley thing. But it's Polk County for I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, what is, this, what is the valley? You mean like the, the St. Croix Valley? Yeah. You know, because of the St. Croix River. So I mean, you know, when we think of Polk County, like for the most part, I, I, I'm from St. Croix Falls. So like I think of St. Croix Falls. Thank you, Brian Johnson. Phil's for um, Thank you know you, Centuria Balsam Lake. So I mean, Polk County is huge, and you know they used to call us the St. Croix River Valley, and it, it extends over into Taylor's Falls and everything and. For me, um, the pride in Polk County didn't come like while I was living here or like growing up here. It's definitely been more of a, a retroactive thing. Like me now, too. now that I live in the cities, like I've been in the cities for four years. Like coming home to Polk County, like even my daughter, like when we're coming down the Taylor's Falls Bridge, we're just like we're almost home, you know. And uh, it's just there's just this really homey vibe I agree. to Polk County. Yeah, the people. People make it what it is, probably. Yeah. And I got to say something else here, too. So I've had a few bands that, like, we were kind of Philly plugged us in all this stuff back in the day when I had the Whiskey Roses band. You know, I think we started off playing in Polk County, besides, like, you Turtle Lake, I don't, but when at Hack's Pub. Yeah. And that's how I met half my friends is through you and got half these Polk County shows. Like, some of my dearest friends in the world, like Blake Paulson and Adam Miller and these guys, like, I met yeah. all through... Because we got those Hacks Pub shows, they're friends yeah. with you, whatever. And then we branched off down to here, and we did Otter for a few years. So after all the years of, um, of uh, playing bands and stuff down here, the Whiskey Roses especially, and then the kind of versions of that afterwards, and especially with the Johnson run here, I've had for a number of years, one thing I've always heard from all the bands I've had was how cool the Polk County musicians are. 
and it's kind of odd because like, you know, I live and play music full time in the cities and stuff, and I hang out with some of them, but I'm not as intimate friends with them as I am, like the Polk County guys. It's like a family mm. brotherhood kind of thing, and all of folks I've ever brought down here to play feel that. Even bands like even like when Open mm-hmm. first down like the Fountainheads and stuff like they all felt mm-hmm. this kind of live music original music love, you know. So why are the musicians here in Poco so cool? I don't know. The scene was so. <laughs> it's not very like. Since it's not. Com- it's more like a like we're all on the same team vibe. Yeah. There's, a, there's a lot there's more no, camaraderie competi- than it is competition. Yeah, it's not competition. You're not trying to steal shows from people. You're trying to like no. get people on shows with you. And then the friends follow suit because if you're getting along with that band and they're here, they're going to, the Midwestern thing shines through for sure in Polk County area. I don't know. Yeah, it's, you know, when we got started, like, you know, Tony had Unitism going, like, which was like this organization that Tony Bernie had started back in like 2000. Unitism? Unitism. I remember that. Didn't you try to sell me on that when you lived in Roseville? Probably. Probably. <laughs> So, and I really, unitism. And what it did was, like, and, and his vision was to try to unite all of the bands to like play shows together, instead of like trying to have just one band play a night. It was, you know, let's get a bill of like four or five bands, and then like when you're doing that and you're playing shows with four or five bands, the same four or five bands like every weekend, it's like you just build that camaraderie because it's oh, just, absolutely. especially when there's nobody else there. So you're just playing shows for your friends, which are the other musicians. And it's just, it's never gone away. We used to play shows in Schaefer, Minnesota. We had like seven bands. Seven local bands playing. And that was like all original music. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. And it was like frequent. And it would be packed and crazy. It was yeah, they loved us in Schaefer. When I mean, we, we would do. Yeah, I don't know why original music. Uh, Juicy Blaz and Juicy Blaz. Did you ever guys, guys ever play up in the cities much? Oh, yeah. I mean, me and Tommy together, not often. Lloyd Special only played in the cities once or twice, yeah. and we and the Polk County Rockers have only played in Minneapolis twice, and that was within the last two years. Really? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, it's Polk County Rockers, not Hennepin. Not the Hennepin County Rockers. No. Yeah, uh, I think... One thing people do not know, I don't know if you know this, Tom, as well, is that Phil and I were in a band together for all, oh, besides Whiskey Roses, of course, when we had that run with Jake. I talked to John Holm the other day. You remember when we opened for him that yeah. time? Yeah. At Shell's? At the Shell's Brewery. Yeah. Phil and I, God, I wish Phil I was at that show. And, probably uh, the coolest show. And Ryan, wasn't it? Probably the coolest show I've ever Erickson. played. Yeah, Erickson, yeah. me, Phil, Jake. and uh, Jaker. It's like Jake's first time... Yeah, and we really? rocked out in front of like a thousand people. Well, it, I think it, it was spread even out more. thousand, but it was a lot of people. I wish I would open it for Johnny Holm. And the funniest story of that is, remember, and I asked John, Johnny Holm about this too, is that uh, he goes, I said, what I remember about that night is that after we got, they were super nice to us. Remember that? Yep. And uh, besides me having an anxiety attack afterwards, first time, <laughs> you know. And uh, was that he goes, he goes, we all love Brett Favre as a Vikings quarterback and. But our favorite quarterback, Vikings quarterback of all time, is everyone makes some loud noise. Tommy, Tommy Kramer. Kramer. <laughs> and he shows up and he's hammered. <laughs> and he sings Margaritaville. <laughs> nice. Tommy Kramer did? Oh, man. <laughs> Tommy Kramer sang Margaritaville. Wasting away.
Oh, but B- Phil and I had a band way before that for one night. Really? October 31st, 1990. This is true. Nine? Uh, 2000, maybe. Maybe 2000? 2000, yeah. We had a band called 69 Degrees. <laughs> it was... A- <laughs> We were a boy band with like another five other dudes. Really? Oh yeah. Fake tattoos, vests, everything else. I can show you a picture. We were a boy band called Sixty Nine Degrees. Beautiful. We party with our girlfriends down in the basement. Then we went out to the, the house parties and we, I think we pretty much stunk it up, didn't we? It stunk it up. We did a dance routine. We had a dance routine. Yeah. Okay, so you know, Tom, you got kind of a unique singing style. Who's some of your vocal influences? <sighs> Off the top, I mean. It goes back to the top five shows, and you guys will be on. We'll do some top five. I Absolutely. I, I struggle with those. Top ten on Facebook was not, was, not complete for me. Who's your top five vocalist? Um, well, I mean, top five vocalists of all time is different than, you know, that I would listen to or that I kind of influenced myself after. Um, Ross Falrath from Lucky. Tony Burning in The Appreciates. Like, I just, I liked his style. Um, Jordan from Newfound Glory, like Tom DeLonge in Blink-182, the guys from Good Charlotte. Like, my, my vocal, like, I, I trained my voice after, like, that that era of music and Lesson Jake. And, I mean, my favorite band is The Descendants. I don't know if I get a lot of Milo that comes through on it, but, like, um, that's really where I get my style from. I listened to a podcast the other day about Tom DeLonge. Oh, right. Uh, and aliens. he's an alien guy. He, he's a com- Well, oh, and now that we've got the Space Force about ready to take off, like, turns out he uh, there's been he people in authority. Like music. He's doing nothing but, like, alien research yeah. and things yeah. like that. Yeah. They might hire him at the White House. He's just got just the right kind of crazy. <laughs> just the right <laughs> kind of crazy. So I do have a funny story goes along with this, too. So we're recording our newest record, this kind of hard rock record that's coming out, and Brian Liggett Ricochet. Recording and I talked to him. I said, because there's a lot of folklore on this Polk County area. Yeah. And I said, and I wrote this song about these aliens and shit. And I go, oh, gosh. Was, I said, yeah. well, wasn't there a story about you Polk County dudes that there was a practice somewhere and then you guys, there was there was an alien sighting and then they came out and one guy's girlfriend had a spot on her eye and stuff. And I get done and Liga goes, oh yeah, I was there. I was. Yeah. <laughs> The song I was about, I said, it's about this guy. I wrote this song yeah. kind of with that in the background, like this kind of Polk County legend about getting abducted by aliens and stuff. Oh, yeah. And also, Lincoln goes, Yeah, I was there. I didn't see nothing. That's what he said. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's. Yeah, he was in that. He was in band with them. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I spent many, many, many a, a day and night out at uh, out of Spike and Kathy's. And that's where it was? I don't know if that's... That what was probably that? I don't know, I don't know if it was right there. And that's what they called the band Peeled Alive. Was that why yeah, they called it? Yep. Yeah. Because oh, yeah. before they were Peeled Alive, they were, they were Caldera. Huh. Yeah. All right, Philly. So who's your top five drummers, man? I don't even know oh. if I could answer that. Um, my number one is probably Josh Freeze. Drummed for what, like Nine Inch Nails, Perfect Circle. Oh wow! Um, no doubt. Guns and Roses. Guns and Roses. I mean, 
the kinks. I'm, oh, like, sweet, the list dude. is huge. I mean, he's just he's just a he's monster, just, like just a hired the, gun monster. Yeah, someone can do it, he'll do it, and he'll record, he'll do whatever. Um, I don't know why I became infatuated with him. Um, I remember Other than being, that, he's amazing. He's amazing. That's why. Very technical, and like you listen to the drum parts, and then you see a video of what he's doing. You don't realize that. Oh, he's not even using the hi hat. You're just like, what the hell? He's just using a snare drum, and it's just <laughs> all this, just the way he does it. So he's been my number one, and I guess I couldn't even go. I mean, I like Travis Barker. Because That's what I was just going to guess. I know that Blink-182 yeah, guy. Yeah, like that whole thing. And even like, you know, obviously the early stage of the Cyrus from Newfound Glory, like that whole, the bounce, the bounce and that cool groove with the pop punk. I like that. So um, are you one of those guys that gets like, oh, Neil Peart's the best ever and, no, and you know, Buddy Rich is the best ever no, and all that kind of stuff? But I, No, I'm not at all. I definitely <laughs> love, I mean, Ricochet. Brian, I mean, Brian showed me. Like it's insane. Like He's a like a tribute, drumming ninja. A tribute, a Buddy, Buddy Rich tribute with like Steve Smith and what's it, Carson Buford or whatever. And watching the old Buddy Rich videos and watching those guys try to like show, pay tribute to him, amazing. Um, not my favorite, but it's de- highly respected. <laughs> Our drummer Ricochet, he loves tributes more than anything in the world. Oh, so yeah. We're listening to Black Sabbath. I want to do a podca- Black Sabbath podcast and. So I played Symptom of the Universe. We were rocking on, and Ricochet's like, love this, but you ever heard a typo negative version of this? Oh, jeez, yeah. <laughs> he's that. one of the guys that's big. He's a big mark for versions. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> Probably why I like to poke on your rockers. That's all we do. Yeah, man. So, uh, what's some big shows you got coming up? What's coming up in the future for you boys and well, girl? Well, then we'll be back here, Wanigan Days weekend, uh, opening up for four on the floor. No kidding. Yep. Um, yeah, that'll be a good one. And then the the only show that we have lined up after that is uh, Music on the Overlook, August 31st. Last uh, one of the year. Which is the final music of the Overlook in oh, Sacred Falls. Uh, we're opening up for a uh, Kiss tribute band. Sweet. Yeah. Yep. And wow. we will paint our faces. Will you really? Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Here, Mr. Brian Johnson. All right, the question is, what is the meaning of life? Oh, Christ. Tom? <laughs> well, I could pontificate on this for a long time. Um, really, I'd, I'd like to quote, you know, Bill Stevenson, uh, the drummer of my favorite band of all time, The Descendants. My favorite um, band all. Yep. And, yeah, and all. And Black Flag. I mean, he's a monster, too. And uh, Bill Stevenson, when he wrote The All Logistics, uh, which is a Descendants song, he's just like, I basically wrote my own religion. And, um, you know, it, it, like when you think of all the religions, it really all comes down to, like, just don't be a dick. And I think that that's really the meaning of life is that it's like treat other people the way that you want to be treated. It just basically comes down to don't be a dick and like life will be pretty good. Yeah, it's, it's a good one to live by if you can. 
Thanks for that well thought out question, Johnson. I'm sure the, <laughs> the, the listeners just can't wait to hear Phil's answer for that. I, In fact, I, let's just skip I that. Just, yeah, I agree. Okay, before we're done, because we're almost done with part two here, and we'll get sound checked and stuff. The other band guys are showing up. So, you know, I remember old Andy down here. You guys got an old story about Andy? What was his last name again? Stevens. Yeah. Andy Stevens. Uh, I, I mean, we could... Phil's I remember probably Andy, got like, more. we played here, like, when his lungs were so bad, yet he'd still go out and smoke every two seconds. Yeah. 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 Setting yeah. up the well, monitors, drumming God, the monitors. We could probably smoke in here back then. We could. Yeah. He's probably just chain smoking right in the sound booth. Oh, yeah. No, he had to step outside towards the end. He didn't oh, step yeah, outside. Yeah, he stepped yeah. into where the bathrooms are now. It used yeah, to be the smoking room. Smoking room. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you would just go in there. Um, you know, it's just it's interesting. I was just up in St. Cloud. I got along oh, great. Oh, yeah, I loved Andy. Um, I was up in St. Cloud a couple of weeks ago with, uh, with some friends of mine in, in Bad Idea and Active Measures, and the, the guitar player from Bad Idea is named Ollie, and he, he lives down in the cities, and he was telling me about this sound guy that used to, you know, was at the terminal, at the terminal. Yeah. and I was just like, Andy, and he's just like, I think his name was Andy, I'm just like, he's the one who runs sound at the Dallas house, and he's just like, get out of here, so just, he was so, like, well-renowned for like just how well he heard music yeah and, and probably my favorite story is because we played here many 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 times with andy and he always said he just got our levels set and he never touched anything the whole show like he, he was that like once well, we were dialed in like rarely well, like he used to tell me the, that he, he would just dial it in and then just like let us play. oh yeah he would do that he would do that but but by the end of the night Couple Woodford reserves in him, and it's like he's doing a Floyd album. Yeah, that's, that's true. He would do that. The echoes and whatever. Yeah, but it was fun. Here. I remember that too. But I think, yeah. but I think my favorite story is because like we we continually have like guest musicians come and play with us, yep. and right towards the end of of Andy working here, and and shortly before he died, we actually talked him into coming on stage and playing guitar with really? us. Really? And he's and super good. He, he, I mean, I his, he was such a classically trained yeah. like musician that like he got up there with Tom's uh, Fender Stratocaster and he, and he just played. And it was the first time I'd ever seen him yeah. play. And, and I, him for play. me, it was a real honor to have him because he heard us play so many times that to have him come up and play with us, I know it meant a lot to him and it meant a lot to us to have him do that it before he died. Cool oh, I'd love to have him too. It was cool, just like the finger picking. I mean, I, just, I had no idea. Yeah, and no like idea. so, the picture that's of him on the sound booth. Yeah, that's that. from that night. That's him holding Tom's really? guitar. Yeah. Oh man, yeah, it was unbelievable. Andy. I mean, yeah, crazy. That's yeah, awesome. It was wild. Hey, so somebody guys want somebody wants to book you guys or pick up one of you guys' shirts <clears throat> or check in a Poco Wisco T-shirts. How do people get a hold of you guys? Shirts are available only at shows. Uh, if you want to look us up on Facebook, we do have a, a fan page, Polk County Rockers. It's a group. It's a group. Yeah, so a group, not join, fan page. Too. Join it, not dislike it. Yeah, and then, um, I mean, we're all we're all on the Facebook trap. Um, I'm under Tom Ananderson, not Tom Anderson, because I just, Well, the drummer's you know. under Ian Clunderwire or something. <laughs> something <like that. laughs> so, uh, yeah, I mean, you can find us, you can find us online. Uh, it's probably the best way to go about it. We don't have a personal website. But the T-shirts and uh, stickers and buttons are only available at shows. Okay. How about the Poco Wisco shirts? PocoWisco.com um, and Facebook backslash Poco Wisco or something. Nice. Okay. Uh, Poco Wisco is, uh, you know, T-shirts for, you know, good people. Nice. Yeah. Good quality T-shirts for good people. Super, Super comfy. comfy. 
Tom and Phil from the Polk County Rockers. Thanks for being on the Mark Stern Music oh, Podcast. Thank you, thank you Mark. We'll have fun. you on again. The folks are starting to trickle in here at the Dallas House in beautiful St. Croix Falls, Wisconsin, an iconic music venue here and the Valley's leading live music venue. We're ready to rock out here. Thanks for tuning in to the Mark Stern Music Podcast. We'll see you all again soon. for tuning into this week's edition of the Mark Sterry Music Podcast. Hope you enjoy the program. We'll see you back here for a new podcast about life and times in the live and local music scene each and every Tuesday, if not before, on iTunes, SoundCloud, and most other places podcasts are available. This is a listener-supported podcast, so if you'd like to get on board, please visit patreon.com forward slash Mark Sterry Music Podcast. If you enjoyed some of the musical edits on the show, please head on over to your local record store or do some digging on iTunes and load up on some new songs. Also, if you get a chance, please go check out some live music somewhere. It could be a great and worthwhile experience. Life is short. Go have some fun. Till next time. Yeah, let's keep it rocking with, uh, last night was a doozy. You ain't nothing but a floozy. You're going to own I am not a floozy. I, you don't know me like that. It was a kind of a hard one. Hard day's night.